Culture Podcast with Alaska, Curly Castro, and Zilla Rock. Hello, the Call Out Culture Podcast is back. We're live. You don't stop doing that. Fucking Call Out Culture, the podcast. I'm tired of the countdown. We are here today. Because you want to know, ladies and gentlemen, Zilla does a countdown as like a time cube, but then he puts it. In the mix of the show. That's not true. And you don't even listen to the show. So you don't really that's know not, what's going on. You haven't listened to an episode since like August 2020. That's not you. Go look at my show. progress bars. You see a little green. So progress bars. And they show you like how much you've done. They show a little green. We are called yeah. our culture. I'm going to do an intro. Zilla's scratching his back. I'm Curly Castro. I'm here with my compatriots, um, Alaska and Zilla yeah. Roche. And yeah, um, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Today we are talking about a common topic. Well, not common, but we made it one. And it's called Catching TRLs. And we're going to be talking about three artists of the, I would guess, the arts, right? 2000s? Is that yeah. What yeah. Yeah, the arts. And, yeah. and none, of the, none of them were label mates with Alaska, so that's amazing. That is and, amazing, and, yeah. and we're just going to get into some casts, because we wanted to expand, like, you know, we're, we're mainly an underground indie podcast in terms of subject matters, but we, we have opinions about all of it. So, you know, you we know grew what? up. One of, our, yeah. one of our most ballyhooed episodes was the, the, the MC Hammer episode. So we get so. into all, like, we're not, we're not pretty much, I just wanted to let um, listeners know, we're, not gonna, we're never going to paint ourselves in a corner. We love all yes. forms of hip hop, and we will try our best to cover as many forms as possible. So y'all right. can know, you know, we'll, we'll, you know we, we know what breads our butter and stuff, and we know what a lot of our listeners like, but we yeah. also know that Hip hop is a full 360 degree event. A lot of things exactly. to speak on. A lot of oh, things yeah. to speak on. And, and it's all important, even if you hate it. Yes. Nothing yes. has, nothing is, um, there's no hierarchy. We would, um, we, we, we recovered from that. That's, that's also what I'm trying to explain. To that's folks. a good point. Like, yeah. We used, to, we used to be a certain way and used to lambast an artist. And I'll do a quick parallel so people understand. When I was younger, I was a Knicks fan. So I inherently like hated Michael Jordan. And then when mm. I got older and I became more of an NBA fan, I felt that I missed out on because I was so into picture all this, man. I was missing on beautiful basketball yep. that I should have been admiring. Well, I still could have been competitive with it. So when I got older, I did the same thing with hip hop. Puff uh, Daddy, boo, boo, you know, Lil mm-hmm. John, all that stuff. When I'm missing out on the um, the beauty and the craftsmanship of uh, Manny Fresh, because I'm doing uh, up, and I'm cutting people up. Now, I didn't do that to Manny, gotta learn my lesson. But yeah. that's, that's, that, that stuff happens. And I feel like you're cutting your nose to spite your face and your fandom. The fandom doesn't have to be so linear and you don't have to paint yourself explore. If you don't like it, so be it. But we always, especially here at yes. Call Out Culture, we'll give everything a fair listen and see and see what we like about it. Yeah. So, yeah. so we we decided each of these artists we're gonna talk about don't warrant like an entire fucking episode. Um, maybe on other pods they do, but on our show we were like, let's pick three people from the early two thousands. We've really never talked about ever. ever. Uh, except for like little, you know, little nods here and there, good and bad. So yeah, we might have mentioned them. like anecdotally, we right, yeah. right, right, right. So we're gonna catch in for the first episode of uh, Catch a TRL. <laughs> Maybe there's more. <laughs> we're talking fabulous F A B O Luda and uh, Pim Juice Nelly. Um, so we're gonna start off with Fab. So fun fact. His debut album, Ghetto Fabulous, dropped on September 11th. <laughs> wow. He went there. September 11th, what year? So this well, is 2001. Like, 2000, never oh, forget. So this is 
it's never forget so. Ghetto Fabulous, 911. Him and Jay, okay. Him and Jay. Yeah, him and Jay. And my man, uh, my man who's been canceled, Ryan Adams, his album Gold, which oh, I wow, hold dearly. That hold came on, out let me um, let me preface that. So Fucking Fab Kupo. had an um interesting like pathway in terms of like he was like the main star of the opening of Clue Tapes. So yes, a lot point. of Clue Tapes yes. would come out and he would be on the first song. He might be on songs later, but if, if you notice the first couple of tapes, he wasn't on any song, but Clue made it. When you press play on that tape and you were skipping around, you're going to hear Fab's verse right. first. Yeah. Yep. And um, and that was very important in, in building up a buzz for this kid. Cause it, um, and also, if I'm not mistaken, there were a lot of like solo pieces. So, so sometimes when you break artists, you'll feature them on stuff. Cannabis, right. Buster, DMX. Yes. With Fab, he was the feature of the entire tape. So no matter what you were going to that tape for or what you went there for, um, let me get these new, these uh, my deep leaks and stuff, you were going to get a dose of fabulous, right. whether you wanted to or not. Oh, you were, you were getting it. You were getting it. Yeah. And that's yeah, how, he, and that, that led to that that solo debut. Yeah, he, the the, the week of the terrorist attacks, he moved 143,000 units. Oh my God. Didn't do well. He, I mean, shit. Uh, the album debuted number four. Billboard. Really? Yeah. Billboard wow. 200. Like I'm saying, he had a lot of buzz with him. And, and dude, that, the, um, that and the holla, I mean, uh, can't deny it was the first, the Nate Dogg joint. Yeah, that was big. That, that was, was huge. And then, but the, again, um, he had all these de facto leaks. You know what I'm yes. saying? And I think um somebody um obviously mixtape time somebody correlated like best of Fab, and it was like a collection of, yep. of these freestyles from the Clue tape. So like, and I I, I, I wouldn't again I, I don't want to keep using the term, but I would be remiss if I didn't let people know like how big these tapes were and how they proliferated oh, through it inner cities. Huge, yeah. And then and then they found their way outside of the cities because there would always be like some old dunk mom and pop shop that would carry a version of these tapes. And this is before they got into the whole uh, mixed DVD thing. It was actual cassette tapes. And right. in New York, I went to Brooklyn Technical High School and we got off at the Calabab. Everybody mm. used to take the train in. And right there was a cat selling tapes. So as soon as I was Going to school, high school, every day, Cat was out there with tape. So, like, every couple of weeks, new tape, copying, mm. new tape, copying. So, I was getting a steady dose of FABO, unbeknownst well, to me. This is, it's interesting. I'm, I'm just I'm scanning through some of the, the criticism on the Wikipedia from when this album actually dropped. So, they said it's predictable thug rhymes. Um, he's His rhyme skills are reminiscent of Jada and Jay-Z. If you can get over the fact that his tracks have no heart, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. Uh, that was by Demarco Williams and Hip Hop DX. Uh, another dude said he had a mace-like flow. He's too one-dimensional. This hip hop yeah, newcomer. I'll count a little bit of that with um. He had sophistication to his quote-unquote Doug Browns. He was he, okay. he it was it was a little bit more um. I guess you would call it Doug Preppy. A yes. little bit, you know what I'm saying. He wasn't grimy like Fab. Yeah, like Fab yeah. wasn't well, a cat. fabulous. You know, he wasn't grinding is... till three in the morning on the corner. That wasn't no, his, no. his position. Th this mm -hmm. guy says this hip hop newcomer doesn't live up to his deliberately misspelled moniker. Another dude uh, at rap reviews, shouts to rap reviews. They said he has a dated grab bag of references. Ooh, on your debut, your references debut. are dated. But there was plenty of people that liked the record. Like, I'm, I know. I'm not going to make this episode into a bunch of haters. Yeah, I mean, look, the, the first two singles, I, like I said, They're before huge. we got on, I, I couldn't remember a single Fabulous song. Right. And then you just pointed out the two songs. I was like, oh, yeah, those are his songs. And they, yep. were, they were huge. 
and, and they, then they, they bang. Right. They're bangers. And then the the next one, Street Dreams, had that Tamia song. I'm yeah. so into yep. you. So if I'm not mistaken, did, so help me out. Did, did any of Fab song get the um soundtrack? Was he um? Mm. Did he have a soundtrack song? Because those help sure he did. I'm oh, sure he, he, he had that. Um, wait, was that that? that wasn't, wasn't that to me? That originally was like a to me a song, right? Yes. And then yes. He just really yeah, they, and they kind yeah. they kind of like took it together and was like conjoined twins. And and that's a, that's yeah. a big look for uh, straight out the gate artists to get to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that so that that album. So his first one did like one point two, one point three. The second one did one point three. He has a lot so of like Clue, um, Just Blaze. Who is this? Who? Yeah, they hit me up. Let's let the listen. Who is this? Who's doing them? It's production. So the first album is a lot of Clue and then DJ Envy, but then he has he like Rock Wilders, right? yeah, Timbo, yeah. Just Blaze, Rick Rick Rock did Can't Deny It. Um, but I always remember about Fab, he was like the the pen ultimate like nineteen, I mean two thousands one, like the aesthetic with the throwback and then the bandana on the yes. hat and the giant yeah. chain, yes, and like yes. the the matching retro every like he just sums up that era as like one person to me as like the punchlines that okay, it's like if you want to uh like a, he's a like a time cap he yes okay, yeah he's, like he's also he's cast. also a precursor to um west side gun fashion sensibility mm. in terms of like being clean mm. of the time so yeah. like west side gun has the best jeans and um and what i like about gun is he'll custom make the upper part so the shirts right. hoodies right. and things are all like his own things but the other things sneakers and yeah. hat watches are all brand, you know, um, the, the tag popping and stuff. So, right. yeah, Fab, I, I felt mean, like he'd do that too. Yeah, I always felt like his style was like he went to like that the Halloween store that pops up, Halloween Superstore <laughs> that pops up every year, Halloween Spirit, and was yeah. yeah, Halloween Spirit, and he was like, "Let me get a rapper outfit." <laughs> like oh. that was his thing. Like he, there was nothing original. Like he just dressed like Jay Z. Like whatever mm. Jay was doing, he was doing. Jay yeah. was rocking jerseys, he was rocking jerseys. Correct. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like definitely fashion of the times. He went right yeah. over it. Yeah. And then went and to then, button ups, he started cleaning up. Yes. So yes. then that gets us like the third album that has fucking breathe. breathe which, which is, is I played that today, yeah. dude. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really one of the best yeah. fucking Incredible. songs and beats ever. Made. And, and I think it's like the height of the powers of Fab and Justice as well. Yes. Like it's, it's one of Justice's best beats and one of Fab's. Yeah. Now here's the other phase now. We're at the third album. The are we into the phase of, and this is the thing, because I think people need to realize kind of how important these things work, the duets. Yes. Okay. And, and certain artists can do the duets, Raekwon, Beanie Siegel, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, and other mm-hmm. artists might have a hard time, but that was a check mark on albums of this thing. Can right. you get wet off? It, it was changed. Yeah. Remember, for a time, it was like, let's just get an R&B person to sing a hook. Right. These yep. duets are a little bit different. It's like equal time. The singers get just about as much time as the rapper, and it's not like either R and B hooks tacked on or the rap verses tacked on. Right. I think they got more sophisticated yeah. with the collabs. In the nineties, it was just throw a verse at the end when the beat when there's um bridge beat or whatever. These well, things he like, had, like when he had so breathe was like the street shit to kind of bring that back to not just have like the R and B things. But that album only goes gold, real talk. And then he had, that's the name of the record. That's not me like exclaiming anything. <laughs> then the it's next such one. A bad um, album title. Yeah, it is. But then from nothing to something, this one has the um the neo joint where they flip rainy days with Timberland. You make uh, me better. You ever hear that shit? I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. yeah. If you already like, know. Da, da, da. Yeah. 
So like that's oh yeah yeah okay yeah. I what they, yeah. they, and they, it's just it's just Timbaland re. Which one is that? Is that Loso's way? No, that's on from nothing to something. Oh, okay. so another thing that was good about Fab was the crossover was kind of built into a stop. Like it, it would yes. be hard to break his stuff through radio or any other um, machine. His stuff was ready made to 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 hit any type of crossover. Yeah. He's like the prototypical just major label rapper. Like we were saying, he does every like everything he does when I was listening to his essentials on iTunes today. And, and it's funny thing was like how many of the songs I actually really liked. Like I like Breathe, uh, I like Holla Back Youngin, um Into you, that, to me a joint. I like that. Yeah. Um he, uh, not, not I was a big fan of the original of that song, so I don't really like the fat version. Okay. Oh, no, no. And then um and then he has the the, the what's name joint uh it, that came out later the Ryan Leslie girl you be killing them you be killing them girl you be killing them that shit is stupid he rhymes over to um the fucking what's the name break one of the most famous break beats I'm I'm going blank but anyway yes no it's not Apache it's um nice it's not it's synthetic substitution but we it's recognized yeah it's very as soon as you hear the break you're like oh shit because you've never heard fabulous from break beat. You a sub girl, they gotta ask it. I did them all now, how about a caskets? They should arrest you or whoever trusts you. Ain't gonna stress you, but I'ma let you know, girl. You be killing them, you be killing them, girl. You be killing them. Like, so I'm curious because you said it earlier, last. Um, and now that I'm thinking about it, like I'm thinking of the Jay Z Maya song, and Fab could have done that. But it seemed like Jay Z would get the upper echelons of those type of songs. So like yeah, the fact, yeah, he the, fact the Maya Jay Z song, Fab could have done that song. I, I can hear yeah. him just yep. you know just plugging him into that. But Jay Z that obviously would do it a lot better. Yeah, I mean he's Burger King, right? <laughs> to Jay Z's McDonald's, you know? uh, he's but, RC yeah. Cola. Yeah, yeah original exactly. Coca Cola, Pepsi. Like yeah, yeah. definitely. Yo, you, you ready for this? It is yeah. the fourth or fifth album, Loso's Way. This should debut number one. This is only number one album. Wow. <laughs> what year is this? Oh, nine. Jesus. I don't so even know what the arts. single is off this. Is. Yeah, My Time with Jeremy, Everything Everywhere, Throw It in the Bag with the Dream. Yeah, the crazy thing is, too, when you start looking at his track listings, every, he has like 16 songs and 13 have features. Like, yeah. But how many are they like hook service? Like, they're, yeah, they're things, just like are right? the Carrie Hilson, the Dream Wayne. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, that, that was what label we What label are we on? He most was on Atlantic for most of the run. I'm not sure what record. Desert this Storm. Uh, oh, this is Def- so Desert Storm is Clue. Uh, um, yeah, and then this, that's, this that's one's on Def Jam. This one's on Def Jam. That didn't do well though. He didn't. Clue didn't put out so much. Did he? he put out his record, and I don't think he did. I, no, he did. Desert Storm had a uh, button. They had. Um, oh, thank you. Okay. Oh no! Well, you know what? People actually signed. You're right. It was Clue, Fabulous, DJ Envy, and Red Cafe. Yeah. But so didn't escape that somehow. So it's it's wild that Jay Z did American Gangster, and then he did Loso's Way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Alaska just unfurled it. Fabulous pretty much just sits around and waits. And when Jay Z does something, he calls his people. Hey, yeah. time to do something. And when Alaska. I say Fab is a biter, he's like a say, pilot fish. Like what are those little fish or remora fish? The ones that eat yes. off like are sharks yes. and whales. That's him. He's like, oh, the new Blankton. blueprints in. Blankton. New blueprints in. Yeah. All right, let's yeah. get started. That's what we're working for. Jay Z. did you did you know fucking Adrian Young has a production credit on a fabulous album? 
Wow. Are you ready for this one, Alaska? This one is called mm -hmm. Friday on Elm Street. And wow. it's Jada and Fab. And it's I, oh, I remember that. It's, yeah, they, they were doing like down together. Yeah, they did a bunch of shit together where they yeah. were doing like Freddy versus Jason shit. Yeah. There's a whole bunch Come of these on, joints. Um, he had a ton of mixtapes in between all these records, which I think is like what endears him to a certain set of people. Not me, but did like he have a volume yeah. series. Would yeah, he would do. Um, yeah, I, I feel like if Shells was here, God rest the dead. I feel like he would be educating us on on the fabulous mixtape run. He would, which so, is like a very specific set of people. You know, yeah. what I mean? which he, is not us. he made Loso's Way the movie. <laughs> wow, and Loso's Way too. <laughs> oh, the movie? Squeeze that rock. Like direct, direct, oh, wait, wait, he movie. made movies. Another, is it is another record? Are these real? Loso Way and then Loso's Way too. Those two different. So it's three all together. We're talking. Summertime no, he shootout. he did he did the the record Loso's Way, a movie around that called Loso's uh, Way colon the movie, and then I wonder if that has twenty twelve he did Loso's Way two the movie. I wonder if that has on soundtrack because you know what that sounds like to me. That sounds like, hey, I got to get out this record. Um, well, yeah, you, you know what? Okay, so yeah, I, I think he's definitely had like, anymore. yeah, he 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 was really big on mixtapes. He came up on them, and then when the industry started shifting, he was doing a lot of the tapes and like the knob right shit. He was like leaning into this stuff early, so I, yeah. I feel like I feel like he has a set of people that only fuck with him when he's on like drive time radio with the R and B singles. Right, because it's very different whole, than mixtapes. Yes, stuff. then he has so, like the whole mixtape world that are gonna rock yeah. with this dude forever. That's yeah. not us. Yeah, case. Loso's Way Two is actually a mixtape. Okay, so he so that, he has so he has fans that can avoid his more um twelly tweet tweet songs and duets and just right. listen. To them. Yeah. yeah, yes. Yeah. But 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 yeah. they've probably been down on him since the clue Joe Budden Paul. It's Kane the same way that Joe mm -hmm. Budden has fans of the mood music that don't care about his slaughterhouse stuff or even his first right. couple. I know people that just love the, the button music, music yes. and that's they it. Were, they were mixtapes. They were or mixed um there's fans of uh Wayne who are very heavy into um not the card it was the other drought the drought right the drought, the drought, yeah. drought. yeah like yeah. 70 songs drought, yeah yeah some people are really into the droughts and then they like one or two of the cards but they but you don't have to be like a fan of all four yeah, I, I, I can say without a doubt, you know, you said something in the beginning, Castro, about us talking about Fab and, and Luda and Nelly later on. He's he's a guy that's been in my life for 20 years. Like I remember working at the record store when the first album came out and people mm -hmm. were excited. And, and then as his next couple records came out, I saw like the reaction in real time. But he's a dude where like I I learned nothing from him. I've studied nothing from him. Like, no, there's nothing for me to pull from anything he's done, even though I think. His 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 longevity is ill. Like he did a versus with Jada. Him and Jada have all these mixtapes together and this whole thing. But um, I feel like he's just kind of just hung around for a long time. It like, is admirable that he is still kind of. Yeah. Around. He didn't go through like just randomly. I'm just using an example of like like a Bubba Sparks high <laughs> popularity, right? Died bottom, yes. Indie look coming yes. back. Like he didn't do any of that stuff. He just kind of <laughs> maintained an even kill. And again, I just want people to notice like. When you're a major label artist, you, there's certain um, steps and processes that you follow. So even right. if you want these artists to branch out and stuff, and yeah, they try their best, but some of them, this is the system that they know. They didn't know exactly. about like what we do or independently. Like that was yeah. never their thing. Their thing was, you got to call a team. I need to book some sessions. You need to call a mark. Like that's all the part of their process. So when you, when you want these people to deviate and do other things, yeah. this is how they learned to do 
um, music yes. celebrate. So that's that's the formula you're gonna follow. They're not gonna go retro and you know, unless they you know some some like you know when Freeway did the stimulus package, right? You know that was great, but that was also like his label dealer ran out. You know what I'm saying? Right. So he was out there. Like he you know, like you know, Fab has like the soul tape. He has like these mixtapes. Oh, yeah. I remember, I remember people liking that. Um, but I feel like he's just he's just he's smart and and i think i think there's something funny and we can be wrapping up with this i remember like danny brown said years ago when danny brown was going to new york from detroit and he was trying to get on with like g unit and like rockefeller and you know trying to get meetings when he was in his first rap group like reservoir dogs he talked about at the time like you know early 2000s mid 2000s how weird it was when he would catch those buses from detroit to new york and having like industry New York people telling him what was what, right? And him being like, he said as he was like, yo, motherfuckers in New York like really want you to think like fabulous rules the world. He was like, no one outside of New York gives a fuck about fabulous. Like no one's playing this dude. No one in New York care. Like he's so regional, but in a huge market that determines everything that they they think he's big because he's big to them in their mm -hmm. backyard. But he same, doesn't really have way, an imprint. Yeah. Same way when I try to um put people the game about like say somebody like Flo Rider. Right. I don't really see him anymore after that. Like he's gigantic in front. Right. Like huge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Enough to really sustain and be popularized down there. Wait, point being, he don't have that authority. He could just do Florida. Right. And you know what's interesting? Like no one in New York ever thinks New York people are regional. But exactly. Fab is like very yep. regional. Yeah, very good point. Very good so like point. New York and Jersey. You know what I mean? Yep. New York, Jersey. I feel like he ran that. Any any other any closing thoughts on Fabulous before we take our first break? Nobody gives a fuck about Fabulous. Nobody gives a fuck about Fabulous. Nobody gives a fuck about Fabulous. Nobody talks about him. <laughs> nobody like he never comes up in any conversations. Unless it's the man joke. who wasn't there. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's like Wally Pip or some shit. Wally Pip. Yeah. He's, you know what he's like. He's almost like it's like when you have to stop and remember, be like, oh shit, like Val Kilmer was Batman. Yeah, he's like, like that. I like that. Like, oh, what? I, that's how I remember Fab. That's how I think about him. When you look back and you say, oh man, look, he's in the back there, or he's in the video and stuff like that. And he had he had his place. He had his time. Very much a uh, a product of his time and kind of locked yeah. in that. Time. He's like the, he's like the Jonathan Silverman of rap. Yeah. So he was huge, but nobody even knows who the fuck he is. Weekend of Birdies, bro. Yeah. I mean, he had his own TV show. Couple he had Mash. He was around forever, but nobody's like, oh, man, remember those Jonathan Silverman films? Sarah Silverman kind of zoomed past that motherfucker, remember? Like, yeah, I don't think they're related, though. They are. And I will say, no, not. Sarah Silverman, that's, yeah, they're a family. Dude. Yes. I and I'll also, Silver, all right, Sarah to close Silverman, up, family. and let's hit our first break. They're also, <laughs> funny enough, as inconsequential as we think Fabulous is, there's plenty of fabulous clones. They, they, they took his style right after. So I, I will give him credit for birthday. Name, 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 name two real quick. I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I'm just wondering who. Name would be. two real quick. Yeah, uh, like who would be fabulous clones? Who would be fabulous? Uh, I would say uh, like J.R. Ryder. Mm. And um, hey, remember, he's Brooklyn. Fab is from Brooklyn. I know, I know. I would say J.R. Ryder and um, I don't want to say, but I would say maybe Party Artie. Party Artie? Yeah, I don't know. All right, take back party. Oh, 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 um, uh, oh, oh, um, oh, um, Spade. Who? Spade. Spade. Oh, yeah, from Philly. Yeah, Spade. Dutch and Spade. Yeah. 
Not yeah, Dutch. He, he he had a ve- like a very easy style to. Well, I'm talking about like that one and a half flow. The, the same the same way that the locks birthed a lot of people doing that one and a half. Okay. I feel like Fabulous's style. A lot of people were taking that and running away. Definitely. You know? uh, Alaska. Are they related? Sarah Silverman and Jonathan Silverman. No, they're not. They're not. No, I just did a search. They don't even come Jesus. up. Jesus. The number one crew in your area is here with our debut LP, Sedale Threats, by Wrecking Crew, Castro, Prem Rock, Small Pro, Me. This album is nutso. If you love uh, the NBA, basketball, banging ass beats, Thurston How to Third, Casual, Read the Lost Cause, Bruiser Wolf, Alaska, Fat Boy Sharif, Controller 7, August Phenom, Fresh Kills. What are you doing? Grab this shit. Tapes are almost gone. CDs are still in stock. Vinyls on the way. Stream us everywhere on whatever platform you enjoy or support the album directly at wreckingcrew.bandcamp.com. Sedale, Sedale, Sedale. Threat! Bing pound. Coach, yo, real, real quick. This is this this we're we're recording these and putting them out mad late. But shouts to Complex for a highlight and wrecking crew. Sedale threat highlighted us and Lucid. So there you go. So by now you would have read it. Say so, hey, like, the number one shabloo. Yeah, and by the time this episode comes out, maybe the shrapnel records out. So shouts to everybody. Fucking Could with be. the new shrapnel. We hope y'all got y'all. We hope y'all dig it. We hope y'all buy it. Oh, and, yeah. No, not in that order. We hope y'all buy it. And dig it. Oh yeah, I dig it. I listened to it today. Buying is very important. I I did all my chores. Listen, I just listened the entire album, no distractions. Nice. Doing all my chores. You said you were doing chores, so how were you not distracted? Because I'm with my my chores. I'm on autopilot. I've taken out the trash and washed dishes a zillion times in my life. Last time you told me you listened to Quantum Projects when you're doing chores. So I don't know. Quantum Projects? I never listened to Quantum Projects. Exactly. See, see that, listeners. I don't, no, 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 shots them, not just, like what do you, how you don't like fun? Just, just, they just never, fun. I've never had a plug to get into that. Ladies right. and gentlemen, I want to tell you there's many conversations of me and Zilla. He just like, I, I could hear him on the phone shrugging his shoulders whenever Black Alicia would come I'm up. Not, like, yeah, I don't get it. I, I, listen, I listened to Nia a couple years ago for the first time. I thought it was fucking incredible. And then uh, I never banged with Latirix or I like the Lyrics Born album, um, the first one. And then Shadow, obviously, is a god. That's, I mean, that's pretty much it. Like, I don't need to listen to all the Shadow records. No, and, Shadow's not, like, he's not batting a thousand. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah even the know. one the one he just put out, like, a year ago, I, I checked a couple of songs and the rest That of was it. a better one. That one with the, with the Run the Jewel single. It was, it was the one after that. It was the album. Oh, after, after that. that. After yeah, like, a, it's like a picture. It's like, he's like a jaded old man where it says, like, it's oh, like I think it covers, like, a, someone holding a cell phone and being like, this is destroying us or some shit. It's very like catastrophizer vibes. I'm like, I'm good. I don't need this. Wait, who's is this? DJ Shadow. Shadow. His last album. It's called like We're Killing Ourselves and it's a picture of a cell phone. I'm like, come on, dude. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, all right. Anyway, all right, who's so, up next? So now we have the man Luda. uh behind the album. Um uh was it Black for the First Time? Chicken and oh. Beer. Incognito. That was the name of the, the Incognito was the first record, but that was like yeah. an EP. Yeah, and then yeah, he yeah. came with the with the with the killer hit, which was um with the Southern Hospitality, right? That was that was the name. Of the was that the name of the record? That was the name of the record. Oh no, the album is that, um, that was back for the first time. Back, back for the, for first, the first, time. first time. Okay. So yeah. for people that don't know, it's it's similar. He has a similar thing going on with Eminem's beginnings, where he had 
a project, they reworked it. That's why it's called Back for the First Time. Right. A couple of yeah. cuts from Incognito, I think, that made it over. And it's just the situation that, if you're not familiar, so when you get a deal, if you have something bubbling, undergroundish or whatever, the label will like, yo, let's re-release it. Right. So it's a bigger platform. So most people, it's a new song. Nobody heard it anyway, you know, right. if they weren't familiar with your work. Yeah. yeah. I remember the videos for What's Your Fantasy and then Southern Hospitality. And I was like very underground Puritan type of vibes. Mm-hmm. But was like quietly on the low, like loving that shit. Southern <laughs> like, Hospitality knocking on my ass. I thought that was an incredible song. And there's also yeah. one of those songs that introduced as the video now you're married to that so when like, you think of the song you He's think of the, the video shit upside down and it gets yeah. bigger than just an album cut or even a, a, a album hit when you get that when you get that song it's delivered through the video and that video is just as dope as the song there's something busted with you and so yeah. i felt like um luda came in the game he's like yo my videos are going to be important so okay. early on when when he what was good about Luda was early on those videos that was the first time doing it, the exaggerated uh, animation or just the big arms and stuff. Yeah. Later mm-hmm. on, I felt like he was trying to go back to the well too much, but when he first did the stuff, it looked really good. It, it looked really good, good. yeah. It was cool. Can, can I, uh, oh, Alaska, wh- where where were you when like Ludacris was first hitting? Because you were in the scene, but not listening to indie rap, I don't think. No, I was into this when it came out. What yeah, year we like, talking? What year is this? 2000. Um, 2000 flash. Was it 2000? Yeah, I remember yeah. like Vast and I would walk, listen to like that record a lot. Wow. Yeah, like we were really into. That explains to, um, a lot. So let's shit, not, let's let's um let's explore especially that. Southern what, hospitality. What was working because Luda was real simple and deliberate, not just the simplistic, but the deliberate. Like you kind of okay. knew what words was gonna land. Yes. Yeah, but he but, but he, had, bump, he would say it so bombastic. Yes. There was style. There was so much style, style. flow and pocket. Like, you know, he was like so clean. Yes. It was. And even though it it was a a simplistic delivery, like something like Southern Hospitality. Uh, No Cadillac. 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 And, th- and those those types of songs always kind of hit like think about um that atmosphere song where it's like it's the the this oh, yeah. it's the that it's yeah. the this you Lift. know it's very similar on to and that on type and of and shit. On. scapegoat yeah. scapegoat scapegoat Lift, yeah. um um dmx's song then yeah yeah people love or even like um smooth smooth and uh trigger where they were like going back and forth on that shit it's like that so out of that vein that that song comes and it's like those just they're easy to fall in love with those songs um i what was southern hospitality hit like the year neptunes ran the world right yeah and i I would say like southern hospitality is their hardest beat that yeah, wasn't okay. on a clips album. Like okay. that beat is hard as shit. Yeah, it has like that. Yeah, it, yeah, it has that chord like it's taking you down with it. Each one, yes. people don't notice the sound. Each one is a little, there's a little key. There's keychain to each one, and they bring it back up. You don't even know. I'm gonna play his announce and get by the bar and a ball of that with the fancy car. You know, pimp, and you know, you know. I'd say this like, I remember when. What's your fantasy came out, and I really didn't like it because it was I didn't a like list it at song. First either. 
I did you not just like saying, like, first... here's all the places we're going to have sex. We're going to do it in the, in the Georgia Dome while the Dirty Birds yeah. kick for three. We're going to do it in the library. And then once I started going to strip clubs every single weekend, I started hearing it there. I'm like, yep, yep. Yeah. I like this. Showing like, a verse. Yes. And then that's when I started liking. It was the showing up parts. Listening yes. to what she was actually saying. And I was like, okay, yeah. then I could deal with Luda. Yeah. Like I said, there was a simplicity to it, but not like, he was, like I'm not I'm not saying it wasn't like nursery rhyme type shit, but it was just like, that's why I, I like the word deliberate. It was, he wasn't playing around with um, being too poetic with you. It's, it's real yeah. direct, you know right. what I'm saying? But it was so it's so effective, you know. Because again, so, his, right. his um the boombasticness of his voice, he's having a great time. Yeah. Tag um, team off the rope. <laughs> so I, I would say, like, if if you were to like look at Fab versus Luda and even Nelly, right? Like, if you're going down the rap aisle in the supermarket, mm-hmm. yeah, Fab is like the generic can. Like he's like yeah. the the shoprite brand. Okay. Whereas, like, <laughs> you know, like. These these two dudes are like the specialty section mm. where you're getting some like real like wild like flavors and shit like that. Yeah. Like for both of them. But like Luda especially, like Luda his second album is Yo. banging. Like the, um Chicken and Beer. Word of mouth. No. Oh, word word of mouth. It's got yeah, roll out. Roll it's got out area move codes. Bitch. Yeah. Move bitch move Saturday. Bitch. Saturday. Ooh. Sleepy Brown. It's, Yo, it it has big... uh, Welcome to Atlanta. Yes, big song. As One thing though that people Hidden sleep song. on that gave Luda a lot of credit was um uh Major Look remix. Oh my yeah. god, that's he when I became that a fan. Verse. That's when I became a fan of him. And rhyming. the way it was delivered, it was alive. Everybody saw it live. Um where were they at? At the tunnel? They were at mm-hmm. it, they were the show when he says But it was the bow, just... it might have been at the bow. It was a, it was it was one of New York's like staple performance venue. I can't remember. Yeah. Everybody was on the stage and nope. you didn't even I, I, and now I started doing a song. You didn't know he was doing a remix with Jada and Luda. And that's when I first heard the remix was in that version. Oh, was yeah. um, hearing it live. I didn't see the video. I think I heard it live. I said, oh, I my God. It to death, bro. Like, see, said, see how I said about Fab? I learned nothing from him in 20 mm-hmm. years. I used to play that Luda verse nonstop because how he has shit lined up on that where he's like, I'm just a victim of society. It's Chris the Menace with more shit out on the streets than evicted tenants. You know what I mean? Then he even says some shit. He was like, um, they shooting. Look at the barrel. Made the front page of the Miami Herald. Shot Tribune. Silence with nozzles doom. We in the 818 journalists. Silent doom. Like, yeah. It, it, it's not just fun and games on that song, too. You know what I mean? That was, about, a, like, that was a higher level verse from him. That reminded me of, and people know, they know, um, ODB's performance on Diesel, where it's mm. like, okay, don't don't get it twisted. Right. Like I can maintain with spitters, and so I always think about that ODB Diesel because that's a hell of a verse. And so yeah. when I see somebody like Luda, Luda, um, like all right, I'm a dance in y'all arena. This is not this is not special, you know. Major you know, you know what you know verse he, that blew me away too. He was on um, was the gossip folks shit with Missy. Mm. No, he went off on that. Oh my god. He also was off on one minute man with Missy. Which one was it? One minute man with Missy. Oh my god. One minute man. He yo, his his verse on Usher's Yeah is still like the best shit to me. He he became the go-to guest guy. He was, but at times he definitely definitely did. Because he's gonna give you that he's gonna give you that performance. Lyrically, lyrical or not, he's gonna give you that performance. 
Yeah. And I think that's what you would hire him for. Oh, the he lyrics did, are he did that on, um, icing on, the cake. on Sierra. Oh, I'm the one you should get, 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 get. I need a hit, yeah. hit, hit. Yeah, that shit. <laughs> what he said, what he said on the gossip folks where he goes, um, where he says, made a CD and hit the block. 50,000 sold $7 a pop. Hold the phone three years later. Stepped out the swap with 10 and a half gators. All around the world in the microphone. He leave the boots smell like Burberry cologne. Hello. Still by the chrome. Got bitches in the kitchen. Never home alone. Wow. I remember not being too big a fan of area codes, but it, it was one of those songs where the hit kind of oppresses you. Like, no one really matters. Yeah. Like, it's, it's crapping so well, and they play it in a certain way. All That's right, over. I like it. You know, I remember, I was like, you know, I was like, all right, I like it. I don't I like give up. You win, I never Luda. really liked the hook, but I like oh. it. Like, what the concept was dope. Dog, was yo, on Chicken and Beer, he had the stand-up joint with Kanye. Stand when up. I move, you love. That beat was crazy. Was oh that the God, one he yeah. had the um, exaggerated ooh, ooh. arms? Like, see, that's what I'm saying. I nah, think that's, that's, um, that's, uh, that's one I don't like. What the, he's, where he beats okay. up Fat Lip in the bathroom? Yeah, in the bathroom, yeah. Um, I, I think that's that. on. F- that's get back on. Uh, get back, yeah, I'm not. A yeah, I don't like that. That's on red light district. That's when he starts like kind of. Red light district has the number one, the fucking Austin Powers song. To me, that was. That's the worst. That's a bridge too far across because it's oh. a good song. I'll listen to it today. No, it works, no. but wait, but it's no. the the, um, the commercial sensibilities are just too no. much. But it, it has a good swing to it. the beat is cool, but like. That's what I'm saying. There's nothing cool about that song. There is. No, I'm sorry. No, I mean, like, the beat The beat is, like, the only maybe acceptable thing. But to it take works the for beat what it is. And I then, listened to it today. And I, I give, and I last, I'm with you. It's not, like, I wouldn't put it up there in his songs, but it's, like, it, it's that type of song. It's on a soundtrack of a popular movie, but it's too on the nose. No, it's on his album. It's not right. on a soundtrack. It's no, on, I, I know. He I just know. wrote it. I know, so that's what I'm saying. But I think they they collaborated with it, with the video and stuff like that, right? Because like, it was like a cash cow for him to just promote a shitty franchise. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then, like the other single off that album, um, "Pippin' All Over the World," that was like a big written. Polo to Don did that. That was a big song. And then he had the beat, um, the potion, which is one of the beat that Timbaland played for Jay Z and Fade to Black before he played okay. "Dirt Off yeah. Your Shoulder." That beat. So, like, at that point, I think he's becoming more too much of a like a commercial machine with that. With yeah. His, Albums, it's just you know what I'm saying. Like it's basically every year, he sounds like dropping. an employee, right? Yeah. Like, now he sounds like an employee. That red man. But he's also like about. acting a lot now. Yeah. So we're sick. So we're getting a little overexposed. Right. Right. And, and, and not a bad thing. I'm not saying stop your hustle, but we're seeing him in. You're right. You were seeing him in the movies. He's dropping a record every yeah. day. He's not giving a break. He's in. He's in. Um. The you know the Fast Furious franchise, which is out there a lot. Um. I liked him in Crash a lot. I liked him in Crash. <laughs> um. Can I say this? This is a theory I've always had about Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so he first drops in 2000, right? He basically has like four or five albums by the time he gets to 2006, which is release therapy, right? Now, and this is after Crash wins the Oscar and all this shit. Yeah. And I feel like this is what destroyed his rap career and he never recovered. Okay. Because in 2006... Again, and and he's probably worn out, like making all these hits and cameos, and I got a really good parallel. I want to okay, um, you know, like Usher. I mean, like he was massive. Like we're just saying, these are all huge. Like, yeah, it's gonna be played in fucking sporting events and weddings for the rest of our lives. That's not going anywhere, right? Which song? Yeah, Usher and Lil John. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's okay. huge. Yeah. He's on a shoot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, when he gets to release therapy, it's like here's here's my theory. When he cut his hair, he Some became Samson like shit, Chris man. Bridges. Some Samson. Yeah. The shit, hair man. Always, is like... the biggest component of his personality. But and when he cut the hair, he looks like honest, everybody else. But this, but the, a person with a lot of hair. He's right. he was at that age where I'm guaranteeing you, he was losing his hair a little bit. Nah, he like, looked he looks shit looks right like Jalen Rose. No, I know that I know, but I'm telling you, like there could be the thing of like split ends and stuff. It's like your hair reaches a certain point where well, it's it not going to really keep grow. growing healthy. It's it's just growing, but it's not growing healthy. So you're cutting it, it, it a lot. But he, always had, but he always had the blowouts. I, I'm, I know, I'm, I'm coming from I'm a saying. place of ignorance. I'm not sure if no, I'm when it was braided so, heavily, if you know that's a concern. So when you start doing that, same thing with Allen. Remember how thin Allen's hair looked when he first cut it that, in that All Star game? Well, um, he had like the part up the middle. Yeah, yeah, the part up the middle. And if you right. look, there there's some damage. Sometimes your hair doesn't recover when you cut it down. And he, his hair is wonderful. Now, if you look, he just yeah. grows it back. So what, it, what was probably going on with Luda, because that's what I realized is he's growing it out a lot and you're getting it out there, but now the ends are suffering. So you have to trim the ends. It's something called split ends. Your hair starts splitting at the end. Right. So what's happening is your roots are still growing, but your hair is dying towards the end. So it's not healthy. So mm-hmm. when you cut it, because all that stuff, like you had your hair for so long, all the elements to it and stuff like that. And he probably had really high end hair regimen to keep your hair that much, even when he went deep in with the afro. Right. But I noticed when he cut it, <clears throat> so now you're starting fresh again and now you know he's keeping it low because he probably can't deal with the stress of his hair being that long like when your hair okay. goes out that long it's also pulling there's gravity to it too so it's pulling itself out so it's growing because gravity is affecting it too and sometimes when people grow their hair so much and for so long when they cut it they right. realize oh i can't go that route again i can't grow another set and i think that's what was going on with that's, but, that's good hair knowledge by you on this on the show i appreciate it but ultimately, it's but it's 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 the Samson thing. Sometimes some powers go yes. when you um, when you do that. So like that, that album has like the Runaway Love song, which is kind of funny. But then it has like the other single was like Money Maker with Pharrell, which is just a really forgettable. There's no bombastic anything. Shake your money maker. We gonna do it like a favor. Right, he's rapping by numbers at this. Hey, point. hey, like it's just. And I think he was also getting replaced by like the new new south guys like yeah. GD, he started getting Rick older Ross, he started, he, started he, he wasn't he wasn't the, the new flashy thing you're right yeah like he was like it. replacing like the dungeon fam guys yes right he was like the next wave and then he got replaced by like yin yang twins yes ti like ti oh, took his I mean, spot i think that's a big part of like his downfall too ti came and sort of brought it to him, and he couldn't really respond to T.I. Yeah, T.I. had innovation, right. different topics. Yeah. Like, he wasn't you know rapping about numbers. And he was really from the street, whereas, like, Ludacris was in a radio game. Was a radio person. He was a DJ, yeah. yes. And you yeah. know what's crazy? You said this. When um, Release Therapy came out, that's the same year as T.I. King. Oh. Yeah. And that's yeah, it. It, it, it was over. over at that point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can't fuck yeah. with that. And I remember yeah. the last thing I checked from him was the Theater of the Mind album, because there was this banging premiere song on there. Yeah, so I, I, remember, like I remember I bought it just because I was like, oh, maybe something else on this album will be cool right. outside the premiere joint. And it, there's, it's called MVP. It's really cool. But um, beyond that, it's it's and you could tell like he's starting to sag because literally every single song has a feature. Nas, yeah. Jay-Z, Common, Wayne, Jamie. Hiring Ford, out that. Guys. Yeah, yeah. I can fill out your songs. Play so a circle. And yo, you know what? Thinking about it, he was a traditional MC with a lot of those songs have three verses. 
lot, oh, every right? song is four and a half minutes. Every song is four and a half to five minutes. So every now, song. when you get into the to the fifth, sixth record, and you, and you didn't even have a lot of ideas in the first place, now you're 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 hiring help. Heroes for hire. You, you need somebody to come in and fill these joints out. Yeah. Oh, he did like this Battle of the Sexes album. I hated that record. Oh my god, I hated that worst record. cover of all. Bro, it looks like it looks like he's doing a fucking like talent show contest with this because you know why because also what was going on during that time if you don't know he was um him and shauna had they was a falling out and oh, she yeah, didn't like how they were helping. and that record was supposed to be half him half her yeah but because they fell out he took the record and, and fleshed the concept out by himself and that doesn't work the whole nah, thing is yeah. battle of the sexes you're supposed to have shauna on it it would have been like yeah. champion sound but they're yeah. but they fell out and so he took the record and made it um his own release yeah. and that was a horrible idea he's got, he's got Nicki minaj and little scrappy on the record yeah, and your man I twenty, I two O. He's the one that snitched on uh, all of them, didn't he? I, that's that's what Brian yeah. Enels said on our Ti yeah. episode. I I twenty snitched on everybody. Oh no, that was that was uh that was Alpha Mega, not I twenty. Yeah, Alpha Mega snitched on all those. <laughs> um, yeah. And then after that, he's just kind of just vanished. Like he just he does not done shit. He doesn't yeah. have anything. It, it, doesn't he host like Fear Factor too? Like, Go ahead. Thank you for saying that. So here's my parallel. Do. Who do you think handled it better? Luda or Exhibit? Ooh. Um, because even, even if you're not plugged in with Exhibit, he still releases quality material. His last few records weren't like ass. They were actually decent. If, so, if you like okay. that type of stuff. Okay, so I, I just saw a, a clip of Exhibit on TikTok, my shit, where he's talking about how Pimp My Ride destroyed his career. Right. That, that, he's been saying Did you that, see like, that clip? But he was saying because people, number one, like he he just said it yes because he wanted MTV to play his shit. So he figured yes. if, I, if I'm if I'm in the if I'm inside the exactly, compound, yeah. put, right? Um, didn't think the show would be anything, right? Right. But then also, the, everyone ran up on him thinking like he did that to people's cars. Yes. He's like, I just host a fucking thing. I don't put right. fish yeah. bowls inside the steering wheel. And it got but, to the point where people. And he, he didn't want this, but recognizing him way more for the show than him and being never an MC at all. Right. But like, he did, he did have like his biggest success during that run with yeah, like, Man Restless Man. and Man yeah, vs Machine and all that. Yeah. But like, yeah, he it, that's the that's the delicate line. And he was ill. He was in one of the X Files movies. He's in Bad Lieutenant yeah. too. He's yeah. done like really cool He's fucking done movies some, too. Some so who do you think handled it better? That's about you know just back to the crux of uh, having that. I think I think I think Exhibit is way more respected as an MC than Ludacris, like without a question. I agree. I think Luda like is just lovable like wedding music now when you hear his shit. Oh, like, that's throwback. A good, that's a good joint. You know what yeah. I mean? Like like vintage strip club or you know like I said yeah you're gonna hear yeah forever but like oh yeah no one like you were saying like Alaska like no one really gives a fuck about Fab. I don't know like diehard Luda fans. I know people that just will always check Exhibit for the first couple albums and the alcoholic shit. And and then maybe he has like those later like shady records aftermath people. But like mm -hmm. I feel like he was always respected as an MC no matter what. Whereas I think yeah, Luda was I like, think so. I think Luda was always like, he was just always a big commercial record guy. He so, was, but I, I also think that Exhibit's like a dime a dozen. Mm. Whereas loot is a one of one. Oh, interesting! Interesting. You want to expound like, a little bit? I mean, like you know what? What is there about Exhibit that stands out outside of his voice? Hmm. Like, well, isn't isn't that not not a, like he's a, no no he's no? I'm a saying, but he's a regional MC. cat. I'm not trying to shit on him like that. 
but I'm saying he's a regional cat, and I get what you're saying. So the sounds are gonna be he he's pretty much sticks with the same producers, whether that's sure. Right, but or, but um, even his rapping, his rapping is just very straightforward. MC, very yeah. straightforward. Yeah, right. Like yeah. he could be Defare, he could be, mm, um, okay. you know, Phil the Agony. No, 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 any, no, 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 West Coast Nori. Now, your other parts about the fire and of, of those people of the oh, yes, but not no filled fucking ass. That's okay. That's a bridge, a bridge too far. We, a bridge we, too far. Now, that's bad. another one of one. All right. So okay. Let's just, I'm going to sit okay, back so, now. All right. So, going right, go back to that point. So, Luda, I, I will say this, though. Luda has the, he goes to the slick Rick Well a lot. How so? I, I almost yeah. I, I'm like I'm like almost there, but with, yeah, help us out. He he will do like the um, like how he phrases certain he like he's he did the British accent before on like Virgo with Nas and mm-hmm. and you know he he basically just right. does a slick rig verse right, right. Um, but he does like the like the big jewelry like he it's more of a spectacle in terms of like his presentation and it's like an inviting style. Whereas I think Slick Rick's a better rapper than him. But Ludacris is like, um, and again, like a million people have chipped off Slick Rick. It's not fucking brilliant, a brilliant take from me. I'm just saying that he's, and then him having like the radio DJ background. I think like he's always had a style to be like, hey, you can be a part of this too. See, like I'm talking about fucking mini me. Don't you know what that is? I know what that is. You know that, right? Versus like exhibit is... He's never been that. He's never had like a big open personality to share with his voices. Yeah. Does that make sense? But I, but I also think like, and honestly, I and maybe I'm just missing it. But like, I don't think Exhibit outside of like Exhibit's more known for Pit by Ride than he is for his music. Yeah, yeah, that's the greater. Part you know what I mean? Like outside but of that's like what, that's, that, that was his, that was his what you see thing. is what you get now. It's like what's an Exhibit song or. X. Paparazzi. paparazzi yeah paparazzi Foundation. but you know that's like that's like, like some real like that's yeah, like yeah, talking about falling like, up and being a black eyed peace fan right you're right you're like right. paparazzi's like that level those are like state those are staples in the catalog that yes. if anybody was around yeah okay all right and closing thoughts on luda on this t- take your trl um i mean luda uh he saw the bag and ran i give him that yeah. like, he, he saw a spot that was open when he had the chance before T.I. came and matched his spot. Yeah. And, and um, he stepped in and filled that spot admirably. I give him a lot of credit for being like, he saw there was a lane for him to take for that time period. And, and he really right took to jump it. first into it. And so, yeah. And I mean, I, I still think Saturday is like one of the, the best songs of the, 20, of the 2000s. Great song. Great song. Yeah, I think Southern um, Hospitality is fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. That shit is... And his move, move is like still... Yes, move, bitch. Move, bitch, bitch was yeah. huge. Oh, oh, yeah. I yeah. think I think he he is in that Busta. He has, he has plenty of box. Yeah, Busta. He has yes, box. he's in that Busta has category box. of like you can bang out a house party for an hour with, with the yes, Luda playlist. Yeah. One yeah. hour, you can for all the features. Everybody, and look, singles. everybody don't have box. Um, who's your rapping got a box to his name? No. Nah, he doesn't have that. Maybe um, but people like that one song. Um, you know what I'm talking about. What, Street Lord Senior? the Riches? Yeah. Lord yeah, the Riches, yeah. 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 yeah, but that's it. He's got one. Like, L- Luda's got and all wow. the R&B. Yeah. I, I was just using Coogee Rap as, like, a, a successful MC without a bop. Yes. Yeah. All right, yeah. cool. That wraps up Luda. 
All right, it's our last break, and we're gonna oh. come back talking pimp juice. What's up? No, no, we can talk about it off. Okay, we'll be back talking Nelly from the Lou. Call out, culture. Hey, what's up? It's Love Ulysses, man. Me and Jason Griffin back with week three, baby. This one is called Big Head, dog. Uh, me and Jason Griffin dropping one single per week for four weeks. Uh, this is the third one. We almost done. We also got shirts, man. So you can put this shirt on while you like pet a bunch of dogs or something. Like pet a, pet enough dogs to cure depression for like at least twenty people. You doing charity work? Look at you. I'm proud of you. What's going on, Fallout Culture listeners? It's Mighty Healthy here. Producer half of Mighty Cannons, the collab album between myself and Ace Cannons on Grimy Nobody Records. I'ma just be honest, you're not gonna find more excitement and action crammed into 30 minutes. Production-wise, we got 8,357 beat switches on there. I am not exaggerating. We have beats with actual drums and bass. Wow, what a concept. Your favorites don't do that. We have lyrics that are insulting. You want to be insulted for 30 minutes? And it's not just by Ace. We got Josiah the Gift on there. We got King Mike and Infamous on there. For all my King Mighty 1 and 2 listeners. Substance 810. We have Jamil Honesty twice on there. And we got DJ Grasshopper doing some scratching. Oh, and you know, we got Capadonna just chilling on track 8. Hi, go check that out. The Mighty Cannons is out everywhere on every streaming platform. Spotify, Apple, LimeWire, Radio Shack, you name it. But if you want to give us money, which you should, you should go to GrimyNobody.com. That's G-R-I-M-E-Y Nobody.com. The website is beautiful. The merch is handsome. I think we still have a couple vinyl left. We're not like the other guys. You're not going to wait 28 months for a vinyl because it's shipping out of Earth 612. If you get a vinyl now, you probably get it in a week or two. And if it's international, about three weeks. We still got CDs left. We got a couple of shirts. We have three foot frame posters. I mean, whatever whatever your fancy is, you probably got it. Somebody said that it might be 20% by the time you hear this. Or not. You never know. You got to check it out. Anyway, Ace Cannons, Mighty Healthy, Mighty Cannons, out everywhere. Grimy Nobody Records. Okay, bye. Call out culture. Yo, we're back. Um, Last guy to talk on this triumvirate of 2000s rap dominance. They only like him for his pimp juice. Yeah, Nelly. We've never talked about Nelly, man. This is fucking crazy. Um, I listened to Country Grammar a couple weeks back for the first time ever. And I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, oh, there's some fucking shit on this record outside of the hits. Like, he's got some moments where he's flexing. He's making, like, deliberate choices with his style to be as, you know, catchy and cool as possible. But, like, he, he's he got a little bit more. He's not, you know, blowing me away. But I was like, oh, this is interesting. Okay, like, there's some cool shit to pick up from this guy's style and what he was doing back then. And I feel like his... Him doing, you know, EI and country grammar and all that ride with me. I mean, every fucking rapper now it does this shit. <clears throat> every fucking rapper now is all about the melody and the sing-songing over everything else. And I feel mm-hmm. like he was the first one to make that his full-time style. He was never, like, rapping regular with bars. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, we could say that about um, Be Real. Okay, so here's my yeah, problem. Bone Thugs as well. They were okay. That's a good here's call. My, here's my here's my main thing with Nelly when he first came out. All right, so I don't like everybody knows this. I don't like being solicited. I don't like somebody seeing me walking down the street and thinking I'm a target to try to get me to some game of confidence. Even though I've been caught with three part mollies, things of that nature, um, find a pee under the thing. I don't like people seeing me as a target. Even for like solicitation in terms of solicitation in terms of like, hey, can I get a dollar or something like that? Mm. And I felt like Nelly was trying to pull a fucking trick on me and I didn't appreciate <laughs> it. So Country Grammar and EI are the same song. And I don't like MCs that come out EI. with the same songs and they're the singles. So when he, when EI dropped after Country Grammar, I'm like, wait a minute, he just dropped. I thought I would thought I was tripping. I was like, oh, this is not a new single, this is the first song. I thought I was tripping. I said, like, how do you get away with releasing the song twice? What's going on here? And it was so similar to me, and it was no variety. I said, no, I do not like this, and you're trying to play a fucking trick on me. I will say this. Going back through his catalog as much as I did, Nelly is one of the artists I just realized today that we had to go through it, that I don't like not one single solitary song he's ever done. I don't like anything he's ever produced. Not like that. I can give credit for like I like how Sweatsuit was presented, the double mm-hmm. album with the pictures. I like that. That was right. that was impressive to me. But I was thinking back and listening to the songs, and I told you my, my issue with the repeated songs just named differently and a slightly different melody. And then I realized I don't like anything you've done. Anything. <laughs> the only thing I've ever taken from Nelly was, and this is I did it before him, because I said I had an um, acne problem in high school, and so I would cut up um, band aids and put them over the acne. And Ooh, that, that would be my style. You put the oxy my, underneath? Yeah. No, I didn't put do the it. Oxy. The, the, um, the Band-Aid medicine would take care of me. So, like, that thing would shrink them. And so my main thing was I had really weird off-sensitive pimples. They were, obviously, you know, pimples don't come up in the right space. So to style it out, I would put, like, these Band-Aids over my eyebrow and under and stuff. And so when I seen Nully do it, I was like, oh, I should do that. You know what I'm saying? But for nefarious, um, like, you know, fooling women from my you face. Said the, you just had to change the diet up. Get, get, you know, calm down with the grease. Um, you know, if you look up the science on that, that it's not a direct correlation. Because oh. um, when my when my acne was out of control, I was eating fucking cheesesteaks, mozzarella. When you really go into it's one of those it's one of those so things people say that's not true. That's good to know. Um, Alaska, you 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 were a Nelly guy a day one. Uh, what, yeah, what is your I, response? I mean, I get it. Like I completely like, even today when I was listening to it, I was like, country grammar played, and then EI came on. I was like. Am I listening to country grammar again? I love it. And then the I hook came in. So yes. I, I appreciate what you're saying. Um, I actually never really liked EI all that much. I do really like country grammar. The country grammar is a bad track. Oh, and also, I want to say, and this is another thing that I would go through with singles. So I didn't know the real version of country grammar, like street sweeper and all that. I didn't know those parts. I knew the clean version. So, yeah. like, to me, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a dual identity to that record. When you hear it, when you hear it, and about what it's about talking about drive-bys and shit, and he's being so happy about it, it has a totally yeah. different idea than oh, this is a hit record. We're dancing with the colors in the video. Right. Right. I thought it was about one thing, and it really was not. And so I just wanted to say mm-hmm. that. I mean, I and this might be a weird comparison, but I kind of see country grammar in the same lane as like "Ha" by Juvenile. Okay. okay. Like nobody was ever talking about St. Louis. No. Before that shit, and it was like. It just really gave you a glimpse into life in St. Louis. Mm. I think like yeah. that video and everything, like the, yeah. the visuals on it. So yeah. so in that way, I think they're kind of the same. Um, but I mean, going back through his catalog, it's pretty bad. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, there are songs I like. Like, I had a note for Ride With Me. Yes. Ride With Me is the worst song with the best chorus. Yes. It's it such a bad one, no song, but that chorus is so it. much fun. Yeah, what's the other song? No matter what we is that his song? Is that Kelly? Yeah, that's oh yeah, him that's and Kelly Dilemma. Rollins. Yeah, it's okay. a huge song. Yeah, that's his song. And then he has the one with um, Tim McGraw that like going over and over again. Yeah, that's all over and over again. Did you you didn't you didn't fuck with Pimp Juice? She only nah. like me for my pimp juice. That shit is that shit like sounds like some dungeon family shit. I love nah, that. Yeah, I didn't fuck with that shit. Um there was he had the one that was like on BET Uncut. Oh, Tip Drill. Oh, Tip, tip Drill. What like. Yeah. Like, I look, I, I get the formula and why it worked. And I yeah. get what you're saying, Z, about the sing song, um, like committing to that All and not, not, and not bang. But again, I brought up other examples. We have like Be Real and uh, Bone Thugs and things of that nature. But like, I get why the songs work. And, you know, but I don't, I, I don't get how, um, like he was mega successful. It, it, it was a way that um, I didn't understand. Um, but so, I look at looking back at it, he had the clothing line, the vocal and stuff. He, yeah, you know, I mean, he, jeans. Yeah, he, <laughs> Apple Bottom is his too, and vocal. Vocal didn't work, That's but Apple Bottom did. So I definitely hit see a, a cat. Again, these cats were, um, it was to me, all right, and if you're not a sportsman fair, but when Jordan retired the first time, it was like, who's going to take? That spot is kind of open. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just obvious. Like it wasn't somebody right below him or competing with him, neck and neck at that point in time in '94. So other people stepped in and were trying to take that spot. These artists were mentioning there was an opening. I don't know if it was actually. I don't remember when Jay Z retired or something, but it was something similar to there's a spot open, and who's right. going to take it? And I felt like these guys they were hitting the ground running. I wow. think even Nelly started putting himself on TV. I don't know. He, I don't think I think he's been appearing in people's videos. I don't think he did like a movie. He was he was in a low budget movie they filmed around here called Snipes. Okay. Um, but that's all I remember. Um dude. He has wild country songs. Many a lot of country songs. A lot of country songs. Bad country songs. Um yeah. Uh, so so country grammar is diamond. Mm -hmm. Right. That of course. Um the song country grammar, I'm looking at his billboard. Number seven in the charts here, right? Like Billboard. Oh no, I'm sorry. He was mainstream. So the song only peaked like number twenty nine overall That's charts, cool. right? Yeah, cool. yeah. But then and then EI, um, where did that hit? It doesn't say where. Oh, that, so that that charted ninety five, right? Wasn't a huge hit. But then you get to Ride with Me, number three. Billboard. Yeah. yeah. Boom. And yeah. here's something funny. Batter Up, the fourth single, which had the St. Lunatics, that, that also yeah, dropped on September 11th. Dropped September 11th. <laughs> that's when they, when they were doing the baseball uniforms yes. and stuff. Is, he, is, Nelly, is Nelly the last major label rapper that really loved baseball? Because he was a baseball he was a, player? He, yeah. he was in like prospect, the, the uh, St. Louis, yeah, the uh, Cardinals prospect. The Cardinals, yeah. yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. So he, and that's he also really something that Nelly's responsible. Well, he I don't, I don't knock him for it, but he definitely tried to do the, um, well, from what I understand, he was, there was the crew and he was the successful one. So he yes. went and they opened the door like for Man, Like Method Man yeah. and Wu-Tang, except yeah. Yeah. Or, um, sold, or Eminem ones. with, well, it was supposed to be Eminem with the outs, but it turned into Eminem with D12. Right. Similar things, yeah. you open it up and they, and they get a platinum or a gold record out of it. And they did. Um, okay. And Nellyville, it's the 14th best-selling rap album ever. 
what's the, what's on that? What's, what's so that that, that has fucking um, dilemma with okay. Kelly Rowland. It's got Air Force Ones hot in here. Oh, Air Force One hot in here. Yep. I remember uh, hot, hot in here. I like that. I like that. Song. Neptune. I, I'll take it back. That that one. Neptune. I mean that that song's I'll neck and neck with um in the club is like the number one song of the 2000s. 2000s. And, and will, drop it now, like it's hot. Drop it like it's, it's hot. It's huge. But they were, were they playing it a lot? That it was in uh, yeah. Brandon? Yes. Well, they, 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 they were playing, playing it. it. Like, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Like Jason. I remember they played that a lot. And, I mean, that was like top shelf Neptune beat too. <sighs> yeah. But, but it's the, it's them flipping that fucking go-go what? shit. I feel yeah. like busting loose. It's a song, yeah. a song called Busting yeah. Loose. Yeah, um, burp, burp, oh, and he also too. has the on Nellyville, the Rock the Mic remix where he sh- goes mm-hmm. at KRS-One. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And is there other people on it? Who else is on it? And Beanie and Freeway and Murphy. Yeah. And I, oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yes. And he put on his album, the remix. Beanie and Freeway forever. You put you give your song to him too, after you go crazy with it. Yo, he fucking got at KRS, dude. I can't believe it. He hey, KRS like didn't just demolish. It was weird. Like KRS didn't flatten him. He just no. He he kind of. I think he took it easy. On him. I, don't, I don't even know if he released something like significant. He didn't. He didn't put out like. And he don't don't put out a song. He put out a response to him. It just wasn't good. It just yeah, he didn't. It was like what I was saying. It was toothless. It was toothless. Yes, yeah. Harris one, if he wants to, he can go bridges over again. He can, right? He can. I know he can. Like, but I feel like he doesn't want. He thought he was getting shit on by Nelly because Nelly had the song number one. Right yeah. on the training day soundtrack. No, I'm just saying, like Harris one, I think he doesn't want to be seen as that guy. He won't. He doesn't say like ruthless stuff like he did on Bridges Over anymore. Like he won't. Like he remember, he's won every year. I look at the top 10 rappers and write a battle verse for all of them. Oh. I'm like, so you should have like six verses for Nelly because he was the best seller for like six. Seven, like, yeah, 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 he'll say that. Here. He'll say that in an interview, but I swear he's that type of guy. Like he won't, he, I don't think he'll write a cut through rhyme anymore. Like that. Mm. But well, it's also like some bully shit. Like, you know, nice. you'll talk a big game so nobody comes at you. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I he's like, 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 I'm the hip hop ambassador. You're just a rapper. Like he, was, he couldn't have been more irrelevant at that time. Big time. Right. Yeah. I'm like, you know, it's it's one thing to throw your man Prince B off the stage in '92, and again, yeah. dude's not gonna battle you. He's not gonna have bars for KRS. No. It was like how I said about Eminem. Eminem would shit on fucking Moby, oh, you picked, yeah, and Will yeah. Smith. Yeah. And then when Evidence targets. did a whole this song searching for Bobby Fisher, like getting at this dude, no response. No, no response. response for Evidence. No. Even I mean, even I'll give even I'll give MGK credit for that um, that one he did on Eminem. That was a yeah. that was that was a funny ass one. Yo, machine. He just didn't stand a chance him. because it was a, yeah. it got to the popularity contest. But MGK is he killed popular him. now. Oh, yeah. Yo, that him. video has like 35 million. Plays. Of course. Oh, his yeah. stuff is crazy. Like, I don't even like 
This stuff is great now. It's like, but it's very nice. It's like, it's like, like, when you look at the numbers your on the video. stupid ass hat. Let's talk about it. Let's talk this about it. stuff is crazy. Numbers Let's talk crazy. about it. Yo, he numbers fucking destroyed Eminem. But again, Eminem will say that. He'll be like, uh, Monica Lewinsky. Uh, like, he's still talking yeah. this old shit. It's like having and fights with Eminem still comic dog. Yeah, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, he'll do. Yeah, he'll do. Um, and the Eminem still has zombie fans, millions. Oh of my them. god! Yeah, well, we know they're in our mentions. Oh, we so. certainly do. Yeah, we we, we do. Oh that. no, that new thing, the curtain call. Like people are gonna buy that. It looks ridiculous. Oh, of course they are. It looks ridiculous. But it, look, I know it's the um best of, but it's just you know. Game just like, dropped a ten minute diss song at Eminem because he knows his fans are gonna listen to it. Yeah, that's true. That's because right. nobody's I'm, listening to Game, no, so I he might as well get Eminem fans. People in LA love it. People in LA love it. Yeah, Yo. but 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 Alaska, you're right. He does a song. All the Eminem fans will listen, so they can defend him. Well, his streams are exploding. I bet you right this. Now. Oh, Alaska, I'll say out, this. out of control. I bet you there'll be more Eminem fans that listen to the whole ten minutes than rap fans did. Oh yeah. So we'll um, cut it off at like six. All right. Okay. So yeah, the yeah, Eminem right. fans, they're gonna listen to the whole thing. So all right. Yeah. Talking. Exactly. Uh, in 2008, this is like the you know, when he started falling off. This is after sweatsuit. He put out this album called Brass Knuckles. Right, I don't remember. I don't remember anything off this shit. Um, but anyway, was this when he was smoking meth, or was that later? I think that was. <laughs> smoking meth. He got called smoking meth. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, I didn't know that. I, I didn't know. know. I really know. That. I didn't know about that either. Um, shouts to the fucking blue crystal. So he's. Oh, you found it. So fucking, bro. That the brass knuckles album. Every single song has a feature, right? Multiple yes. features. This is the only album in history to feature Chuck D. And Fergie. Wow. <laughs> well, that, that shows he, 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 he's connected. I'll he's say that. Chuck D's on the record. Cool. LL Cool J's on this album, as is fucking Akon and Ashanti. All the, all the features? Yeah, read them all. Okay, the features. Rick Ross, T.I. T.I. and LL on the same song. Cool. Uh, Snoop, Snoop and Nate Dogg on the same song. Great. Usher. Oh, Nate is still alive. Oh, wow. Yeah, Usher, St. Lunatics, Fergie. Chuck D, <laughs> Akon and Ashanti on the same song. He was that was his girlfriend. Um, Sierra and Jermaine Dupri on the same song. Cool. Pharrell, uh, Saint Lunatics again. This dude Avery Storm, who's an R&B singer. They were trying to make him pop for a couple of years. Nothing happened. And then <laughs> the final song features Gucci Mane with R. Kelly. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, God, oh, you going in with that? So wait, what, what was the what was the meth? The, the, so he was arrested on tour in Tennessee in 2015 with methamphetamine. Wow. Yeah. I, still thought, I still thought we were reading it wrong. He was with methamphetamine. Wait. Oh, oh, wait. Hold on. That's even better. His, his album after that was called 5.0, right? He's wow. got, I swear to God, he's got Talib Kweli on his album. What a disaster. Wow. Talib you, you, You're scraping the bottom of a of, 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 uh, year-old basket of dead crabs and you're scraping past the dead ones and you're going down to the bottom ones that are turning to sludge because of the mere gravity of the other crabs on top of it oh and you're grabbing that and you're trying to pitch that to me anytime you want to feature somebody like quality yeah this is, the, this is the only album to feature kelly Rowland, chris brown and talib quality <laughs> what year is this what this is 2010 this? yeah like, like quality's cooking well, what's quality doing, doing? Nothing. what's he doing Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I don't even. You got nothing. Wow. So wow. right now, Nelly is touring, doing state fairs. He's also doing casinos. He does the casino. Is he okay? Oh, he has yeah, residency. Yeah, he oh, plays casinos. Residency. He'll play like oh. the Hard Rock. 
he was arrested for rape as well. Yeah, I saw that. That's uh, oof. that recent? Is that some recent? 2017. Oof. I don't know about that either. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Apparently, the well, it's interesting that if I don't know about it, it's like he was he's out twice. Of he was accused twice. <laughs> so he's out of the hip hop news cycle. Not to yeah. yeah. That's what that's what that means. If, if that stuff split on the radar, I didn't even re- I didn't even realize that he's he's kind of out of the news cycle because that would have uh, been yeah. like. On top thing, would they, they just say like those things were dismissed? Are they still ongoing? Still litigation. Uh, so the the twenty the first case was uh they didn't prosecute because the victim didn't want to co- uh, cooperate. Mm. And then this the most recent one is they're basically attempting to get in touch with the the people that charged him with sexual assault. So well, that one might not. I, will, I will say his album from last year, Heartland, features Darius Rucker. <laughs> okay. Well, he likes the country. Harris Rucker from um, Booty? Yeah. Yeah, Hootie's so oh, like good. His album debuted now. number seven on the country billboard charts. So, wait, Harris Rucker's huge. He's a huge country artist. Look at that. He's, like, is- he's like one of yeah. two black artists that were inducted into the Grand Ole Opry. Wow. Wow. Yeah, wait, was it, was it my man know. Cowboy Troy? Was he in the mix? No, it was him and Charlie Pride. Um, who's like old that. school. Yeah, Charlie yo, Pride. Yo, yo, Cowboy yeah. Troy was my guy. That's my man. Shouts to anybody yeah. listening to the show. Get at me on Twitter if you know Cowboy Troy is. That was my man. Yeah. Dude. I mean, he's, he's still making it do what it does, I guess, in that, in that vein. Yeah, still. he had like a, an eight-year gap in records from the new Nelly. one and the one before that. Yeah, it was called yeah. M.O. and then the new one's called Heartland, where the album cover is half a St. Louis Cardinals hat, half a fucking uh, out on the range, river runs through it hat with the St. Louis logo. <laughs> I think that's interesting he took that much time off and then came back like with an album. Like usually sometimes you just let that, you know, get a long time in. Like, you know, everybody's still waiting for um, yes. uh, Sierra's record. Not oh, my God. Dude, that is, yeah. Well, that, that, well, that that's, any any closing thoughts on Nelly? Um, yeah. <laughs> No. I mean, I mean, I mean, he—he's the one that um the epitome of what we're talking about catching TRLs. TRL was not around yeah. anymore. Mm. Oh, I do, I do have some uh some crossover multiverse shit that I just uh, I realized in the song Grills. Yes, yeah. one of them oh. drops a line about being like yellow and white, like Fab's chain. Oh, wow. look at that! Yeah, so solid. Like they live yellow, in the same oh, yellow diamonds. Man. Okay. Yeah, wow. almost, almost. And I almost missed it, but it hit me in the face. Oh. Yeah, I think Gip. It might have been a Gip line. Gip. Oh, Gip. Gip from St. Lunatics or Gip from um, Dungeon Fan? Gip it sounds like Dungeon Fan. No, it's no Gip in St. Lunatics. Yeah, it's Big Gip. From big Gip is Big Gip. That's big who we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about him. Yeah, yeah St. Lunatics ain't got no Gip in it. Didn't they have? Wait, who's in St. Lunatics? It's Murphy Lee, Ali, Murphy Lee, Ali. Ali. Um, um, uh, Spud slow, slow, slow mo, but that's just the dance. Spud City or whatever his name is is awful. Spud, Spud City, <laughs> Spud City, uh, Turtleneck Jack. Uh, what was the other guy? No, stop making up stuff. Stop, stop, stop. I mean, is no, wait, Jimmy Spud, no, wait, Spud, no, I feel wait, like he should Spud be. Spud City is, is too, too, too separate. City Spud, Spud. City Spud, City Spud. City. Yeah, it's like yeah. I think they're different. Wait, who was do the War to Family Opera Mask? That was ill. That's that was Murphy Lee, right? No, no that wasn't slow mo. He's slow. He didn't. He, but he was just the dancer. He didn't rap. <laughs> slow down. His name's Slow Down. Slow down. Yeah. 
And then wasn't wasn't there a guy called like City? Their album was called like Free City. His name was City. That's 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 Nelly's brother who was in jail this whole time. He got just it. got out of jail Ooh. like Damn. He was in jail like for 18 years. Old this whole time when they dedicated the album to him. He was in Genius. jail the whole time. He just make got money out of off jail. that forever. Like a year or two. Yeah, he, and they made him spud. Yep, 10 years in prison executive, for robbery. He was executive producer on some of the records too. So that's wow. that's, what, that's how they got him paid. Yeah. That's Nelly's yeah. actual brother. Wow. Um, yeah, I was, I was kind of into Murphy Lee. I was, I was interested in his singles. Yeah, I know beat him, no hook on this beat. Uh-oh, oh, yeah, I like that beat. I hate that crazy. song. I love that I hate beat. that song. Yeah, no hook what the what? What do you say? What you gonna do with this hook? I, I don't know. And it, to me, it was too Jermaine Dupree. Like, yes. Jermaine Dupree can do that type of stuff, but not but the, the beat was like Jermaine Dupree doing like the fake rock that might be. He was yeah, it, but it was just like, like a, that hook kid. alone. What the hook gonna be? Yeah. I don't know. I hated that thing. I oh god, and and also uh-huh. they would they were getting airplay a lot. Like yes, like all right, St. Louis. Oh, this album went gold. They have a song called Bougetto. I think it's Ali's song, or it's the same. I hate that song. Ali has a solo record, and it's like there's a song called Bougetto. It's this idea of being bougie and ghetto, and just stop, stop it, just stop. And I wow. really just like that song. But again, that's somebody getting the life off the um bigger. But the difference with Nelly is that was the plan. Yes. It wasn't like something with like 50 forming G unit and bring them on. The plan was one of them breaks and brings everybody along. Yep. So it worked. Wow. So- he made yo, he he's a C Nelly's a CEO of Dirty Entertainment and he made yeah. Ali the president of the label. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. So who who was a less essential crew? Was it <laughs> <laughs> was it disturbing the peace? Oh. Or the Saint Lunatics. I see I think well, Four Eyes. We forgot to talk about him. Four Eyes is one of the he's most joyful, incredible rappers. He's not in DTP. He's not in. He's not in disturbing. No. Oh, DTP I is would... I twenty. That other little, the other little skinny guy. Chingy. That that's where Chingy is. Chingy, Chingy, Chingy. Chingy. and then the, oh, no, the other Shauna. guy. Is, is, is Shauna. Yeah. I twenty. Bobby V. Bobby Valentino. Bobby Valentino, and then that other little smaller MC. I can't remember his name. Um, like, little Scrappy. No, it was like he was, he, he was one of the main first, like first uh, go around with them. I can't remember if you look it up, you'll see his name. As soon as I can't remember, I twenty, and then this other kid. Well, then they had they had that dude Shaka Zulu, right? He no, was, no, Shaka Zulu was like management. That was management. okay. Yeah. No, they had so Sirius Jones for a little while. Sirius Jones. They did have Sirius Jones for a little bit. Mm. Field Mob, bro. Oh, they had Field Mob. Field Mob. Yeah. And, Field Mob and, they, and they that was their hit. Field Mob was oh, like, Yeah, we got to do a Field Mob. Look up, look up, look up, look up. Tell me this guy's name. Look Wait, up. ready? Ready? Look Willie up. Northpole, bro. No, who's in the roster of DTV? I'm looking at their dudes. Ready? So it's yeah. DJ Infamous, Luda, Chingy, Shauna, Bobby Valentino, Sirius Jones, Field Mob, Willie Northpole. Play, Play a circle. circle with two chains. I twenty, little scrappy, good call. And then the singer Sharifa, she was on. Um, oh, so somebody on, else. Uh, I think she was on the Ghostface album. On on. Uh, you looking at Wikipedia? Yeah. Yeah. Um, look at the, the DTP releases because he. I know exactly. I'm talking. I'm looking at Willie Northpole. That's an ill name. That's not his name. That's not his. That's not his name. Unless Billy he changed. <laughs> Chilly Willie. All right, so you're not going to My name is Chilly Willie. All right, hold on. The discography. So it's it's pretty much all. They got Chingy Jackpot, Shauna Worth the Wait, I-20 Self-Explanatory, Bobby Valentino, another Shauna record, Field Mob, Sharifa, another Bobby Valentino, Play a Circle, another Chingy, Willie North Pole, Play a Circle, and Mm. uh, Ludacris. Yeah, they don't have anybody else. 
No, I'm, I gotta remember this guy. Hold on, because I know Willie Northpole. What a guy! Willie Northpole thing, you gotta fucking help me out. Uh, Player Circle is dope. Sure. Duffel Bag Boy was like banging. That, wow, yo, Luda's first record. Yo, Duffel Bag Boy is fucking. That was like the moment where I was like, okay, Wayne's really dope. When I heard that song, yeah, I was holding out for a long time. I was, I was yeah. at, actually a ca- cashier. I was at, I think I was at the Laugh House. And Joe Claire came out. And that was like his walkout music as a comedian. And I was like, this is the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. Go and get your money, little duffel bag boy. Dude, yeah. what's the name? We used to be um, 2 Chains was like was like Raekwon's like weed dealer in Atlanta during the play. Oh, wow. And they've been boys for like 15 years. Fate years. Wilson. Who is it? Fate. It's a cat named Fate. It's so, yeah, Fate, Fate okay. Wilson. Yeah, I don't know. Like, look him up. Like, look at him. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. He's Fate the other, like... Wilson? Yeah. Okay. No, that's a... Wait, wait, wait. No, wait. Fate Wilson Featured on the song. That's what I'm saying. I'm looking at the, the um, Posse songs. So he was on Rap A Lot Records. I'm looking at this dude. But no, they don't have a... Hey, Prince. He was on... Yeah, he, was, he did a couple songs with Ludacris. Hold on. Let me look at the next record. Let me just make sure. He was on Growing Pains. So... Speaking of Little Wayne, did you guys ever listen to the Like Father, Like Son record? Um, there was a couple songs, there was a couple singles, but I, I didn't, I didn't actually play the record. He fucking goes off on that. Record. Yeah, this oh. cat named Fate Wilson. That's the other MC. It's yeah, Fate yeah. Wilson. But there's no like link to. Yeah, he's on. He's on this right. That's like the, the most generic. That sounds like a 1950s like. Because I just remember Fate again, Wilson. like when I'm sounds when I'm like the death row answer to Faith. Faith, uh, <laughs> so when they're always bringing in their reinforcements, I always yes. pay attention. So I was into I 20, and then this other cat, Fate, Fate Wilson. Yeah, you I, I don't, don't think four eyes, four eyes, E. Yeah, I like him a lot. Oh, he was I, love four eyes. I was trying to get Smalls to do an album with him a couple years ago. He was always banging like IG freestyles, yeah, and Smalls was loving him. I'm like, bro, get that. Yeah, four so eyes. four eyes would get the um, those interludes on Ludacris, right? Yeah, he would snap, they would be rhyming on like beatboxes and shit. they yeah, were great, but they never put him out. I think, yeah. look, I think the way, <clears throat> to me, um, I mean, no, we talk about Nelly, but like, way Fab, excuse me, way uh, Luda fumbled Shauna, I thought mm. that was an indication that he wasn't really interested in the hip-hop in that vein. Because yeah. that, that should have been out the park. Yeah. And she came up under no ID. She was in... Um, Infamous Syndicate. Yeah. Infamous Syndicate. Yeah, she bounced back, man. They used to rap like y'all. But... They were dope. They used to rap like, like Hanger a little bit. They were fucking cool. Did you listen to Metal Infamous Syndicate? Her and um, her and uh, homegirl. Yeah, who was the girl in that other group? Um, uh, let me see who she was in a group. See, it doesn't even break down her shit on her. Nah, they, don't even like, indicate they, that on Wikipedia. Because I think that was like regional mixtape stuff, and then and then Shauna got the deal. You know. Yeah, but it it doesn't even say. Oh, she's the daughter of Buddy Guy. Who is Shauna? Shauna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Okay, here's Infamous Syndicate. It was a. Uh, Tifa, Shauna and Tifa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that album's kind of ill. It's kinda, the album it's, is kind of ill. It's kind of cool. Like Alaska, I'm telling you, they rap like Hang a little bit. Like they were, they were into flow. Changing the game. Yes. Yeah, yeah they, they had they had some cool. I mean, shots to Chicago, but you know, it's not a shocker that they, they could rap. Well, yeah, No ID, Kanye. <laughs> a lot of No ID and Kanye shit on this album. Yeah, but Shauna, Shauna got the deal and then went Atlanta. I don't know if she was living out there or not, but then she went over there for BTP. Yeah, know. she bounced back. Oh, she had the um her album Worth the Wait. Yep. 
Shake that shit. Yeah, with Luda. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, man. He fucked this yep. up. He fumbled that. He fumbled that. Yeah. And her and Chingy. Like, he had them right in the hand. Like, Chingy had, Chingy had like, the Chingy big had a slot. But that, that second record, Chingy that was talks it. about, I've seen interviews, that they didn't do like they were supposed to with um, the second record. Because Chingy was big after the first record. I th- I think, but see, see to me, Chingy was always like, um, he was always like, when like after Star Wars hit and there was all like those schlocky like sci-fi movies they put out really quick, it yeah. was like Nelly hits. And they're like, okay, we need like another St. Louis thing. That's why I was I thought he was in the St. Lunatics. Uh, right, you would think he was. Yeah. No, he. The DT, I, I think I, I'm not right sure. There might be some cross pollination. Like he might have been with Nelly and all that, but I remember Luda snatched him up. But then Chingy yes. had issues with Luda. He didn't. Something was going on with that second record. It just didn't. They didn't do it right. Uh, yeah, he's on jackpot. Yeah, didn't do yes. it right. Yeah, the first he didn't have Nelly or any of those dudes. Yeah, it, it, I'm I'm remember because he talked oh, about wow. it. he did a long interview and it, he did, they didn't do it right. Everybody, everybody, Yo, him. His label, second everybody album had fucking Janet Jackson on it, dude, and Wayne. Yeah, yep, and Nate Dogg. I, I, yeah, I think they released God the wrong damn. song and stuff like that. Yeah, he messed it up. Really messed it up. I don't know, man. It said the second album went platinum. But it, but that's the thing. It could have been bigger because the first first album sold more. Yeah, jackpot. So like you're going down. Like that's not, you know what I'm saying? Even if even if it does go black, you're still going yeah. down. And it, it should be going the other way. Uh, he was young too. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the first one did the did 2.8, second one did a million. And then he yeah. started beefing, then him and Luda had actual beef, and that was yeah, that's a problem. Even, remember that was public. Yeah. That's not good. He he always reminded he always confused him too back in the moment with um uh what was that dude who's had tipsy? Jake one? Jake oh, Jake Kwan, yeah. Yeah, I always, I was. I love, I love the other song. You know what I'm talking about. You know, I nah, so Jake Kwan. Yeah, the second single, the other single. Not, the no, 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 not the second single. The other. Um... Two to the three to the four. <laughs> no, he had the song. other. He had the other other song. It's like the third song. I know exactly. Everybody what I mean. in the club gets. See, I did the mixtape song to it. I did that boombox. Oh, uh, ooh, I don't know what that's called. Oh, uh, um, hood hop, hood hop, hood hop, yeah. Hood hop. That's a crazy dude. Oh, there because the remix had Chingy and Murphy Lee. That's why I got it all fucked up. Yeah, because yeah. Chingy was on that shit, and St. Lunatics was on. See, it was like the gold rush to get all the St. Louis people. I feel like I don't know. Is Jaquan from? He's from St. He's from St. Louis. Um, Louis? it doesn't. But say. he was in. But but we're, we're talking about is all this cross pollination with all of these cats. Because he has he has St. Lunatics on on his album, right. and then he has Chingy on the record too. I don't know. I mean, he's I think on there, so, was, a, so there was a fumble with him too. Yeah, but well, also Jermaine Dupree's like the ultimate like trend fucker in the history of rap. Like anything that's popular, okay. he's like, oh, I have that too. You get like guys like jumping. Oh, I got, I got a jump song. You like Atlanta? I got welcome to it. You could like that. He's like, yeah, he does. <laughs> when Jay Z was on when, when the ball and Jiggy, he's like, oh, uh, money. You would think uh, I got you that. Think, I got the money. Anything. You would think that he would have like the success of like Chris Cross and the Brat. You would think that when he does do that trend hopping, those artists would have a little longer longevity. Well, yeah, but when the trend ends, he moves the yeah. next. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't yeah. carry anybody into the next trend. He's not Fab or Jay Z that just does that. You know? Yeah, that's true. That is true. Like, he, Fab, he does, like when, I, when I was peeping some of the newer Fab stuff, like Fab does. Okay, we're gonna do like trap, like uh, auto tune singing. He does trap auto tune singing. Like Fab just does whatever is out. He's. He's not going to be stuck in no man's land. All right. Well, all I right. hope Catch all our listeners TRL. loved our uh, little jaunt into the realm of catching TRLs. This is catching where we TRL. focus TRL. on cats of the time, but they had successes in their own right. And it's just interesting to look back on some of these cats and not 
with vitriol, but like, yeah, we like this part. We didn't like that part. So listen, we'll, we'll I'm, probably... I'm gonna be fucking with the 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 Fab Nelly Luda playlist. It's got shit. You, so you we, we, we might we might do this again, y'all. Let us know how y'all like this episode of us. Just you know, some off brand artists that you might not think that we pay attention to, but we actually do. Yeah. Any suggestion for catch a TRL series? Yeah, if, if this series gets yeah. on, yeah, throw us some more people y'all want to see. We'll, you know, yeah. what do we think about Case? I love talking about Case. <laughs> me, yo, Crazy. me and me and Tariq today, we, we were texting about this shit, and he was like, he was like, oh, I fucking hate Pharrell. I never trusted him. He was like, I was a Rodney, <laughs> I was a Rodney Darkchild Jerkins dude. I'm like, get the fuck uh, out. Of but then we were talking about, he's like, child, yo, he I was mean, like, but hey, if you weren't a fan of Brandy. You might not have, well, Brandy and Janet, yeah, dark time. Yeah, but he, he, but then we were talking about R and B. He was like, yo, he was like, he was like sharing me shit from like the Joe album. I'm like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, with that yeah, Joe, Joe shit, the Joe yeah. shit. Yeah, shout out Symphony Knives. That's uh, yeah, he he doesn't like Timbaland either, which made I blew my fucking brain open. Wow, like how are you a producer? Oh, and that's and that's because the I I got I tweeted this earlier today, which whenever this episode airs, and I said like the song I I drove drunk to the most was where to party at with Nelly and Jagged Edge. Wow, that song, uh, which is not funny that I did that, but the other one I I really low key was bumping all the time, but I didn't want anybody to see me and bang it was fucking uh, Nelly with Insane Girlfriend. What well, don't you be that. my girlfriend? Oh wow, treat you good because it was all the Neptune. Yeah, that was an episode beat. Yes, and yeah, wow, and then, and then he was like, "No, he's like, I want to treat as Beyonce, but as a Gandhi." He's like, oh, going so "Yo, girlfriend was crazy." Neptune has just hit everyone off. Like, here's a fucking the best song you ever had. Boom, here you go, take it. Take like beanie man to fucking all of these people do they all had to oh, girls them sugar with maya sim sima the girls them sugar sim sima yeah that's neptune's if i could be your girl Oh, that one. That Maya Beanie Man shit. Beanie Man, like, yeah. girls with sugar. I was like, no, that's not. Yeah, well, they, they just, well, they say I know, that yeah, I know. Yeah. And then Pharrell just goes, Sim Sima. <laughs> please, please, please don't do that ever again. Sim Sima. All right, y'all. Anything to announce? By this time, hopefully, I don't know when we're in this episode. Um, the Shrapnel Records. This will probably drop the day Shrapnel drops, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> But Shrapnel Record, if anybody knows, called Metal Lung. It's a sophomore effort. And we hope have they have they put that up for pre-sale yet? No, we got an um, email blast tomorrow. Okay. The pre-order might go on tomorrow. Bang. You know, know. considering when this airs. Yeah, who knows? Whatever, we're in the time. We're in the time. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do the Shrapnel live from the liner notes, most assuredly. And then, uh, yeah, so that'll be out. By the time this airs, you'll have heard... Uh, the last remix single I put let's, out. Let's gun for liner notes next week if we can. Yeah, we'll do that. Is that a liner? Well, Woo! Yeah, and then we did a... Uh, oh, no, I can't. I can't. All right. Yeah. All right, y'all. All my posts. Subscribe, Lewis. Thanks.
Let us know. Show these niggas can't breathe when I come through. Hum to some shoes. Gotta be 20, man. It's not even funny. They can't. The chokehold's too tight. The left looks too right. You know what? You right. These bitches can't. Look, look. They hearts racing. They start chasing. But I'm so fast when I blow past that they can't. In the presence of the man. Your future look better than your past. If you present with the man, you better. You niggas can't share my air I walk a mile in the pair I wear And I'm getting better year by year Like they say wine do Cops couldn't smell me if you brought the canines through And I pace myself I know these money hungry bitches wanna taste my wealth But I keep them on a diet Embrace they health Or even keep them on the quiet And space myself And just take a deep breath I got them grabbing their chest Cause it's hurting them to see fabbing is best And they and they worse They'd rather see me laying a hearse than laying a back And I ain't just laying the verse I'm saying the facts I came back with some sicker stones That got these broke niggas looking at me like they choking on a chicken bone Every chick I bone can't leave a dick alone So I know it's one of them every time I flip my phone Breathe One and then the two, two and then the three, three and then the four, then you gotta breathe. One and then the two, two and then the three, three and then the four, then you gotta breathe. One and then the two, two and then the three, three and then the four, then you gotta breathe. Then you gotta. Second, see your. I like when you.